0: Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org/notes. Uh.
1: Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Gloria Copeland and her daughter Kelly remind us to look to Jesus in all things. We set our eyes on Him and not the problem. We access His answer that brings the victory every time. Now here's Gloria. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Believer's Voice of Victory. Kelly is with us today, and she's got some good word for us. You know the word is good. The more you you find out what actually is said in the Word of God, the freer and the more blessing will be in your life. So word study is vital. It's very important. What have you got for today, Kelly? Well, we're just gonna pick up where we left off yesterday. Man,
0: you were firing some mighty sharp arrows yesterday from the Word of God and and uh, some truths that we all have to have about. Um, and it and it flowed right with what we we're saying in 2 Corinthians that in 2 Corinthians 4. We have on the inside and everything that we need to be victorious. That's right. Over everything on the outside, over situations. And you know, even our soul, our soul, there's that, you know, your spirit is filled with life. Your spirit is renewed. The day you get born again, reborn, but your soul has to be reborn. That's right. Even renewed. your soul has to be reborn, just like your circumstances have to be renewed, remade, different, <laughs> repackaged, fixed, repurposed. And that's what you the know? word
1: does. It renews. It, does. it renews your your mind, your will, and your emotions, or your soul. That's what your soul is.
0: And then God, when, when your soul is renewed. And thinks better, and acts better, and feels better. <laughs> then you, your soul applies. Your soul is applied to your and the spirit and the power of God to your circumstances. And though you know, re, there's a word that gets used a lot, a lot in the day we live in is repurposed. Everybody wants to repurpose everything. You know, re refurbish. Well, your life, your soul gets refurbished by the word and yeah. by the life renewed. of God inside it's of you.
1: Renewed.
0: As you focus on what's inside of you, the Spirit of God, the treasure, this is what we're calling the treasures. the Bible called it the treasure. As you focus on that, your soul is renewed. What does the, the Word say, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health? Even, Even as, as. If your soul's not prospering. Your soul
1: prospers.
0: Your stuff doesn't prosper. That's right. That doesn't mean you might have money and your soul be a mess. That's right. Well, you're not having a prosperous life. Money is not, prosperity is not, money is a piece of prosperity, but it's not even the biggest part of prosperity for your life. Having a, a life that works and relationships yeah, enjoy, that are filled with love, God and joy. Peace. A prosperous life really is a life that's lived from the inside out.
1: That's true.
0: From the treasure that's him working on your soul, working on your stuff. That is prosperous. That's right. And that way, no matter what Satan tries to throw, no matter what person you have to deal with, because you know, even if you got it going on spirit soul and body. We still have people to deal with. So there's still things that come up just cuz we have each other to deal with. And um so That's as your love comes prospered. to, yes. <laughs> comes and to which the rescue, let me let me just use that as an example. You you come you're in a relationship or work with somebody or whatever or you have a teenager whatever <laughs> that um, love just natural love is becoming challenged working with them. So what do you do? You access. The spirit of God, the spirit of love on the inside of you, the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the treasure, the fruit of God inside you—that's what fruit of the spirit is. Have you ever stopped thought, think about that? Fruit is just the evidence that there's one living on the inside of you. So you access His spirit; it changes your soul about this person and then fruit of love towards this person comes out. And in essence, that's what we're talking about. Put that, it's not a formula, but it's life. So put that way of thinking on every situation, and you have the results of living like 2 Corinthians 4 is talking about. And we left off yesterday, but how do you do that? How do you, how do you access The treasure inside. Now we talked all last week about unlocking it. Now we want to walk in the glory of it. We want to walk in the outside evidence of it. We want to see some glory, and that's okay. (laughs) You know, we want to see some results of the treasure in us. So I believe that as we go through, uh, you know, the rest of the week, that's what we're going to be able to unpack and uncover the glory. Of walking in what's inside us. The fruit. The proof. The evidence. Listen to the fruit
1: and see if you don't think this would change your life (laughs) if you had it flowing out of you. Love. Here's the fruit of the Spirit love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, and self control. Now that would be a joy filled, happy person. Yes. And it belongs to us. It does. It's ours. Those things, just that fruit just has to be yielded to and developed. And it's in you if you're born again. If you're not born again, you make Jesus the Lord of your life and just say, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I take you, you take me, take my life and do something with it. He'll not turn you down that's how the good life really starts. You get changed on the inside. Then you get in the Word. And you begin to see what belongs to you. And you grow. And you get stronger. And it affects your circumstances. You get more prosperous. You get more blessed. You get more healed. Hallelujah. These things are yours in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. And as you yield to the
0: treasure, the Spirit, God Himself, the Savior, the Holy Spirit, as you yield to Him on the inside, that fruit comes out on the outside. So when we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit, love, joy, peace, it's not in you separate from the Spirit of God. It is the fruit of accessing yeah. the Spirit of God. Praise God. It's the fruit of focusing and looking and gazing upon the Spirit of God, God. instead of all the stuff. Praise and I don't know, it, it, that's. You know Jesus put it this way: That is our labor, that is our to enter the rest.
1: You labor yes, to enter you
0: the enter rest. To, you labor to enter that place where you go and you go with what's inside. You go with what His Word says, and we saw the other day that it's His Word that renews His Spirit inside of you. The Word connects you to the Spirit inside of you, and the Word brings faith. It's quick. It's the sharper than any two-edged sword. And it connects you with His Spirit on the Praise inside. It's God. like a tuner on a, you know, on a radio or a station where, or a receiver to receive the, the, the channel, the, the TV uh, broadcast, or the Praise radio God. station that's coming across. You're, it has to be a receiver. So when we read the Word, it, it becomes the receiver to receive what God has done in us. Hallelujah. That's good, Mom. And this says... Let's start with where we left off yesterday in Second Corinthians four eighteen. So we don't look at the troubles we can see right now; rather, we fix our gaze that cannot be seen, inside with the Spirit. For the things that we see now will soon be gone. All this out here, but the things we cannot see will last forever. Now we're going to go. Backwards, just that a means little it, bit. Let me
1: give you this. I think we're way out of time. Our floor guy's taking this. No, we He's got. He's gone to sleep over there. <laughs> no. we listen got time. to this. Faith looks at everything in the light of eternity, judging as we will do when the judgment day is past and the glory begun. That was an Andrew Murray quote. That's Faith good. looks at everything in the light of the Word, in the light of whatever God says about yes. it. Yes. Amen.
0: And faith in what He said, faith in His Spirit in you looks and deals with everything according to His presence in you, because we're filled. Now, that expresses what we're going to go backwards a little bit in 2 Corinthians 3. You may not even need to turn the page, but in verse 16, it says, Whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Mm-hmm.
1: The darkness. You know
0: words. what, Mom? We, we talked all last week about pride and shame, Satan's devices. The worst thing about those things is their filters. Hmm. Pride filters every word that God says to you. And, and what comes out into your thinking on the other side is not from God. Shame filters His word to you, shame you know you may think you may think oh this is where judging this is where judging happens and it and it runs people off you may think you may think oh I could help somebody I could help you with that let me think that's the splinter and the beam yeah. let me help you me fix your mess plank right out of your eye but you know shame will not allow you when you have shame in your life, that God, uh, that He has not operated on you. Like, you want to operate on somebody, but that scripture about the splinter and the beam tells me, I need to let God operate on me before I start taking the pliers to your eyes, right? Before I start digging around in you. Because I'm like a blinded person trying to do surgery. Mm. But shame becomes a filter. Like, I can't express to you that there's love behind my wanting to help you. You can't hear it shame is a filter. Judging is a filter. Pride is a filter. And it keeps us from seeing, we talked about unlocking all these things, all that keeps us from seeing the massive, I'm trying to think of the right word, atomic God power that's inside of us to blast all this stuff out of the water. The delivering power of God, the saving love of Jesus, like shame will keep you from seeing the love of Jesus. Shame will keep you from expressing the love of Jesus. So it becomes a filter or a veil. Read your 17th and 18th verses. Isn't that good for the Lord? See, it says when you turn to the Lord, which is what we're talking about. We're turning from stuff and we're going to start focusing on the treasure inside. We're going to start focusing on the Lord who's inside of us. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Oh, you know, and He has had me on a free journey, a freedom journey. Liberty. You know what? It started with correction. It started with me allowing Him to dig around in me and move some stuff out. Get the obstacles out of the way. You know, when He was dealing with the woman at the well. He told her, I wrote this down because we talked about her last week, so I'm not going to go back to that. But he said in John 4, 23, it says, the time is coming when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. You know, he, she came to the place. He said, go get your husband. She said, I don't have a husband. Well, that was a crossroads for her. She had to make a choice between the truth. Am I going to expose myself to this guy? Or am I going to hold it back? And we know, you and I know who that guy was. She didn't at the time, but she found out that he was her Savior. In fact, what she said to him was there's a Messiah coming, and it says, the New Living says he's going to explain everything to us. But I love what the Amplified says. There's somebody coming that's going to tell us everything we need to know and make it clear to us. You know what Jesus' response to that was? I'm here. I'm the Messiah, I'm right here. I am He. I am He. He's here to make everything clear to us. Praise God. But the but what do we have to do? We have to turn our eyes to Him. We have to look to Him. We have to, you know. And now He sent the Holy
1: Spirit to live inside of us. That's His presence on the inside of us to express Jesus. The Comforter, the Teacher, the Intercessor, the Strengthener, the Standby. He didn't abandon us. No. The Father, the Holy Spirit is in there, Bring and He's expressing
0: all the love of the Father, all the Praise saving power God. of Jesus, Praise all the right expression of everything we need to know to make it clear to us. We are
1: not alone. We are not alone. Glory to God.
0: And He said here the time is coming true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. You know, Mom, the other day we were in a meeting, and I was helping with a worship. And I just, the Lord told me, one of the highest forms of worship, and I believe this is the, I, I now see this as what Jesus was trying to tell this woman, because she got honest with him, and she led him in her life. And I believe that's what he's saying, But true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. It is true worship when you just let him in. It's true worship when you take your stuff and lay it at His feet and just say, I'm yours, Lord. When you allow what's in the inside of you to surpass everything that you're dealing with, you allow Him to correct you, you allow Him to change. You talk a lot about obedience. That changed y'all's life. Yeah.
1: It's
0: the reason you talk about the word and talk about the obedience. Because when you did that, Mom, when you had that day, When you said, "Take my life and do something with it,"
1: that's all I knew.
0: You were Mm -hmm. worshiping Him, and that's the greatest worship—is to give Him yourself. That's right. To give Him your stuff, to give Him even your mess and your imperfections and all that. That's what it means. Instead of holding
1: on to Him. When we say, "Make Jesus the Lord of your life,"
0: you looked around and you said. You said you could do something with all this. You could do something with me. You didn't even know you got born again. I didn't know anything. But He took you Very at your much. word and He enveloped your life and life changed. I needed help is all immediately. <laughs> so that is true worship. Praise God. But that requires. Turning to Him, mm-hmm. but wherever He is, there's freedom. That's right. If you look at the stuff, you're the stuck Spirit in the of stuff. of the Lord
1: is there is liberty. There is liberty and says.
0: freedom. So yeah. when you turn to Him, though, you're not stuck with the stuff. Because soon as you turn to Him, He's going to start working on the stuff. Oh yeah. He's going to start giving you the right word to change the stuff. Now listen to this. This I is going to excite you, me, that's Mom. Right. So all of us. This is Second Corinthians three eighteen. So all of us. Who have had that veil or filter removed Mm -hmm. can see, and I'm gonna say it in a different way, but I'm gonna take this sentence apart. All of us who've had that filter removed, what is the filter? What is the veil? The veil is not looking at Jesus. There was not a veil there from Jesus, but you know, if I've got you like this, I'm not looking at you. I'm veiled because my gaze is here. That's how we do God. That's how we do Jesus. We look at the stuff, we're not looking at Him, but when we move our eyes to Him and our gaze upon right. Him, like verse uh, 2 Corinthians 4:18 says, "And we fix our gaze on Him. We fix our gaze on His spirit on the inside of us, the, the filter, the veil, the thing we've been hiding, but He's not hiding from us. The thing we've been hiding from hu- is gone. Listen to this then we can see all, he says, who have that veil and filter removed, can see the glory, the treasure of God. Now, listen to this. This is what what your life expresses to me. So all of us who have had that veil removed can reflect the glory of God. Praise God. Once you start seeing God,
1: you start reflecting Him. Listen to what I got one day, Kelly, about that. This says in verse 17, now, the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. But we all, as with open face, beholding in a glass, and that word is mirror, beholding in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even by the Spirit. And I've got over here in the margin of my Bible, look in the mirror and make adjustments.
0: Oh, that's good. Isn't that good. And you know what? It's really not even hard when no, you're looking at him. You get so much better off. When you're looking at him, it's not hard to adjust your life. It's when you're looking at everything else, not when your you life will stay to adjusted it. to that. But that's so good, Mom, because this says, and he, please really listen. This excites me so much. The Lord. See, we're looking in the mirror. I'm glad you put it that way we're looking in the mirror. The Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like Him. He's going to do the work. We just have to look to Him. We have to gaze. That's our part. Yeah. Our part is not to get better and get correct. Our, our part is to look at Him to correct us, but not to perfect ourselves. We don't preach ourselves. We just do what we're told. He's the one that changes us Makes us more and more like Him as we're changed into His glorious image. We just have to have the part to trust Him enough, to to listen to Him enough, to look in here at who's inside of us. We find Him in the Word of God. What were you going to say? You were going to say something in the natural.
1: Kind of think about what you first look like in the morning when you get up. How dreary would it be <laughs> if you had to stay that line that way all day. Have you ever seen Ken do see I forgot now what he point he was making, but he messes up. his hair up. It kind of shocks everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always perfect, you know, and he messes his hair up and I forgot what he was saying. But it is, it's true, you know, the word of God'll help you to look better. He's, well, he's feel really better. saying don't talk f- better. Don't focus on that.
0: Who cares what who cares what's going on in your life? That's Jesus does not care in the sense of He didn't love you because something's wrong in your life. He loved you, so He f- He came and died so we could fix so that what's we wrong could be right. Let me, I'm, let me before we leave today. Let me just give you a right. couple of awesome scriptures. Go ahead. Go ahead. Psalm ninety four fourteen um, says, "Let me find it here." The Lord. Will not reject his people. He will not abandon his special possession. And some versions say he will not abandon his special treasure. That's me and you. That's good. He's our special treasure, but we're his special treasure. Yeah, he bought us with the price. He will not abandon you his special treasure. That's what he thinks about you. You can look to him. You can trust him. You're not you're not even taking a chance when you look at him. You know, people say, Take a chance on Jesus. That That's is no, no chance. chance at it's all. Sure I mean, thing. he is a sure thing. Oh, he man. surely loves you. He surely the Bible says, bore our griefs, he carried our sorrows. Yes, he amen. bore them on his on in his body on the cross. Let me read one more scripture to you in Psalm 34 uh, verse 4 it says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. Yeah, he did. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to Him, think about what we've said today. Those who look to Him for help yeah. will be radiant with joy, and no shadow of shame will darken their faces. Praise
1: God! I love that. That is excellent. We pray. We pray He answers. That's Glory right. to <laughs> God! Hallelujah! Kelly and I'll be right back.